You're listening to Think. It's like think, but with an M instead of an N. So it's Think, a podcast for learning, an educationalish podcast. This is episode 92, and I'm your host, Nicholas Rue. With me as always, your other host. You say it's it. me. You, you say it. Yeah. It's me. I'm, I'm always here. Paul Vine. Paul Vine. Uh, and then a, a special guest. Hi, it's it's Audrey. It's Audrey. You call you you were our first and only call in guest. Well, that's uh, true. I forgot about that. Years ago, at this point, yeah, several yeah. several years ago, state in different states, um, many many episodes ago. But uh, welcome back to a a a formal episode of the podcast. Um, so happy to be here. So yeah, we, so uh, happy to talk about. Um, we have done a very bad job uh, over our several years in this online college, this real person and now online uh, .com university that we've signed up for that we're taking classes in currently. Um, musicals, which is a class, Musicals uh, 102, I believe. And then our yeah. other class, TBD. Uh, still haven't figured out what that means, but I'm hoping in a few weeks we will figure out what the T, B, and D stand for. I think it's... I think it's tuberculosis doctor. And Nick and I are going to learn how to cure tuberculosis once and for all. We might, yeah, we might accidentally be becoming uh, plague doctors, which wow. is exciting. I, I love the masks. Um, I love um, the mask, son of mask. I love those. Da- the comic book where it's dark mm. and edgy. Incredible. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jim Carrey, great. Jim Carrey, is he? I don't know. Well, I think the reason we've struggled with our classes so much is the government keeps shutting down all of our colleges. Because Nick and I like to go to those for-profit colleges, which are Mm -hmm. really nice. And we've Um, had our own legal problems we've had to deal with kind of on the side. Yeah. Hey, we got acquitted, though. Hey, we got acquitted. We got we got acquitted. Now we got acquitted. The judge said, "Knock it out." So we we thought we'd bring in something, someone, um, (laughs) something. (laughs) Damn, harsh. Gutted to learn to learn. um, We thought we'd bring someone smarter and um, better at teaching uh, than we are ourselves to help us try to understand just goddamn a single thing in this world. Wow, no. Uh, I, I don't know how well, much light I can shed on this situation. Eek. Well, you I'm, know I'm, what? It's, we do need a light shed uh, in the dark, dark woods of uh, oh, the musical... the scary woods! Scary! <laughs> of, of 2014's Disney adaptation of the 1980s musical Into the Woods. Is this it that is, old? Oh uh, yeah, God. 86 was 86? the original... Yeah. That's yeah. I'm seeing '86, and then 2014 is when the movie uh, we all watched and liked. I thought it was fine. I did not like it. Okay, well, we'll get into that, I guess. It was fine. Uh, I'll, yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk. This is gonna <laughs> go. That should is, be the title. This is gonna go into like my entire like uh, like thesis just on musicals in general. Mm-hmm. At some okay. point. So. Yeah. Audrey's thesis is that Stephen Sondheim uh, should have been shot into the earth at high speed. No, okay, all right. The music's great. 
He's an incredible okay. writer. The music is incredible. Like it's great. Like they're great songs. They get stuck in my head. And I was making a joke earlier on Twitter about the Adam Driver scene. Um, but also that song's great. Like all of them, you know, he, he writes like really incredible stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But as I, you know, my feeling about musicals is that they take like three melodies that are good and they're like, we're going to reprise them four times. We're going to put, yeah. we're going to put them in the least playable keys because we hate the pit. We hate the orchestra pit. We want them to die. <laughs> we okay, don't that give sounds a shit personal, about them. But it's, it's backing up my theory that, that this sucked. Okay. So I like it. I'm a, I'm are we just like, you. are we just like jumping in? Because I, I have, okay, here's my other feeling about yeah, Steven Yeah, I mean, I, I, you, we don't talk about our personal lives. We uh, got acquitted for <laughs> um, storming, for uh, just doing some stuff with some Nick. friends we made on the internet. <laughs> we were on a field trip. It was legal. <laughs> Extremely legal field trip. Uh, our lawyer has advised us, <laughs> don't talk anything about this. Instead, just go straight into in, into the woods. So here we are, and that's what we're doing. So. I, well, our lawyer told us to go into the woods, and we thought he was talking about the musical, which is why we chose it. Mm-hmm. But he may have been advising us to go into the woods to hide. We're still very unclear right now if our college exists. <laughs> there are several emails I have sent. There's, uh, I, I don't know who Professor Mahler Damon is, but... Um, I assume they're on the tech side, and I'll hear back at some point, but I've, I've just been hearing from them. Uh, I think eventually it'll uh, be a little more obvious if if, if our credits are transferable. Um, we're really in I, a, a kind of... We're really kind of in, in the woods here. Oh, ooh. Yeah, I thought it was weird that the office hours were just write your question on a piece of paper and put it into the knot of the old oak tree. Um. And just hope for a response, mm-hmm. uh, but it seems to have worked out. Yeah. For me. Yeah. It what kind like of responses so have you been getting? Um. Well, usually what happens is I'll be walking alongside the road and somebody will yell at me, and it happens to be the answer. Um. Like, like, hey, fuck off. Which I was like, hey, you know, Doctor Malamond, can I see you after class to talk about my greatness? Um. And I assume that fuck off was the response to that. So. That's been normally how our, our everyone that works at uh, the the school that we go to, where we're the dumbest boys, respond to us anyway. So that completely checks out logical consistency across the five years we've been doing this. God, I thought we would have graduated by now. I did not. I thought we'd be exactly where we are, which okay, is well, this is like community. Giddy. Nobody graduates. Nobody improves. Nobody gets better. Just the same. It's consistent. Seinfeld, baby. That's why we have that sick intro. I I can't wait until uh, we can just write off all of 2020 as being our gas leak here. I feel like like 2020 was one of our more productive podcast years. Yeah, I guess it would be 2019, I think, the year that we kind of... We should just write them all off as a gas leak, brother. It's not... (laughs) Uh, can we do like a producer's thing and write this off as like we're taking a loss on this so we get huge tax breaks? Oh, we are taking a loss on it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, can we benefit from it? No. Okay, I've been crunching should... the numbers, man. We we cannot benefit on it. We'll crunch it. them better. Maybe we should take tax law next <laughs> next semester to figure out how to turn this into a win for us. 
it might be fun if we do if i think it'd be very fun for us and everybody else uh if we do tax law audrey would you like to come back if we do a tax law episode absolutely not i would not okay that's that's what i expected so into the woods um, okay all right okay this is okay so i was reading up on stephen sondheim um and by reading up i mean i was like like glancing at his wikipedia page as i wondered that's more research than I, we normally do so great job as i wondered like why they would cast james corden in anything and also like why they would why they would cast why they would cast johnny depp mm-hmm. in anything um but anyway so i was like looking up stephen sondheim and i found this quote where he was just like Basically, he just said, like, yeah, well, like, musical theater is, like, made for and built by upper middle class people. So I write about upper middle class problems to keep them happy. So they'll keep coming to the theater, which I feel like you can really see in Into the Woods. Because here's, like, a story about a bunch of peasants that live in a village. And then they, Mm -hmm. like, meet the people in power. And instead of being like, hey, there's no water in the well. Or, like, I'm an indentured servant. They were just like, um... You are so pretty. I love your outfit. Everything was like fine. They were just like, oh, here's the nobility. But like, uh, oh, no, we're cool with them. Like, they're going to be our buddies throughout this whole time. Yeah, we got to team up against the the giant angry woman. Who they just. Wait, are you talking about the like the literal giant? Yeah, I'm talking about the literal giant. But why why did they just murder a giant? Okay, they murder a giant. And then they're like, oh, his wife is mad. Where's that siren? Is that me? No, it's outside. It's here. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. No, we're good. We're good. We're acquitted. It's fine. It's fine. All right. Anyway, yes. all these yes. characters are shitty people. All of them. Even the little boy. Um. Oh, the little. No, so. Oh, okay. First off, to to get to let's set the record straight. Mm-hmm. Um, I just did a little research of my own. It wasn't until 2016 that the allegations that Amber Heard had against Johnny Depp. It public eye um if this film was in 2014 i mean it doesn't excuse casting johnny depp because there's a million reasons you wouldn't cast johnny depp except i think that the role that he plays fits johnny depp it does but that, that sucks that sucks <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's bad so i want to take one step back right now before we get into it johnny oh, depp was okay. fucking terrible that was the worst part i i, I sent a text to that well he and, dies luckily spoiler alert <laughs> he gets got. thank god so um one i was reading about it uh i actually I, I did a little reading about it so they had been trying to make a movie for a while right because it's a That's Sondheim musical yeah, yeah why wouldn't they yeah um the original they originally wanted to do it and i think let me find it it was like the late um 90s that would have made more sense for them to do yeah the that. early no the early 90s um and they wanted robin williams to be the baker goldie hawn to be the baker's wife Cher as the witch danny devito as the giant steve martin as the wolf and roseanne as uh jack's mother which mm-hmm. just immediately sounds better way better way way better i mean like yeah roseanne then not like now now I, I'm, now i'm not sure i'm not sure that- She's allowed to be on screens at this point. Yeah, I probably... <laughs> I wouldn't cast Roseanne now. Early 90s Roseanne, we didn't sure. know yet. Yeah, we had no idea. Couldn't have known. I like... I, I, I'm kind of glad this didn't happen, though, because... So the role of the wolf, no matter what happens, you, you're you going to have a grown man dressed 
uh, as as I said, as Wolfkin, um, as a furry, he's not a wolf. We see animals un- in this. We see <laughs> like, animals in unclear. this movie. They're just like Mr. Wolf. Is this just a weirdo who hangs out in the forest? It's, and it's definitely like, supposed if you to see be a me- wolf. Okay, then yeah, why isn't the cow someone? Why isn't the cow Johnny <laughs> yeah. Depp dressed up well, as a cow? They can't have. That's the thing. Is I that guess like, the cow wouldn't sing. At the very least, I feel like why not? At the very least, I feel like they could have made the wolf like unrecognizable. Like you knew that it was Johnny Depp. It was just Johnny Depp with like. Like a little, like, like a pervert. He yeah, looked more like a pervert. Like, yeah, right. He has okay. Here's what he has. He has. He looked a like tail, a pedo- pedophilic <laughs> furry. Easily, you can do that in real life. We've you done that. Go in to real any life. con. Go to literally yes. any con, and you will see that. Uh, you at every con, you will see Johnny Depp with a butt plug. It's a fact of life. Um, he had the weird pervert mustache. Yeah, and he did have like claws. Right. But that's it. But that's it. Oh, he had long that, painted fingernails. And then a hat with he had ears. long painted fingernails. Yeah, they could have just made it uh, much more like drastic so that you didn't feel quite so much like, oh, this is like a grown man like talking about a girl child's how, skin. Just talking about her yeah. skin. How, how plump her skin looked. No, I don't think, I don't think, <laughs> like, there's no way to read that to me as um, oh, just a wolf. That's either a, a wolf and a person fucked and made that Johnny Depp pervert. That's him cosplaying as a wolf and being a, a woods pervert. Um, no matter what, he's uh, what, saying some weird shit about that little girl. Yeah. Who I'm gonna say I'm gonna I have to say something about that little that little girl. The worst, fucking the worst. Yeah. Everything, every single thing she said, terrible. I'm not saying that it's good she got eaten. Um, but I also uh, from there. Um, what the fuck is the song when James Corden cuts her and the grandma out, where then she sings about being excited but scared? Yeah. Uh, and then also inside Johnny Depp, the the Wolfkin pervert is apparently a funhouse made of blankets yeah, and yeah. pillows. <laughs> well, that's that to me. That's a thing where you can clearly tell, like, oh yeah, this is how they would have done the musical. Like if you went and saw this on Broadway. Like it's like oh it'd just be a bunch of like purple sheets that they're like ooh it's an esophagus ooh, ooh. it just felt so um, the only like of yeah the that is in the stage notes they have <laughs> they they so in the stage version they have a narrator character which they combined with the baker for this but yeah the narrator in the stage version does stand off by the side and and kind of just describe what's happening a lot and goes oh oh they're in the woods now or oh they're in the intestines um, they got eaten by the wolf who's definitely a wolf and not a person dressed like a furry who's a pedophile. Yeah, well, well it's a visual descriptor like you know for uh people who are blind but go to the musical so they know what's going on it's like the Garrett Morris bit in uh, 1970s SNL. Where he's just yelling what everyone's saying. I So, Nick, you bringing up the wolf eating Little Red Riding Hood. And I guess we'll have to get into like what happens in this film overall. Mm-hmm. But I do think the only characters that are... The only character that's good is definitely the grandma. And it is solely because um, when James Corden tries to fucking leave after cutting them out she's just like you're not even gonna help skin the wolf like what kind of hunter are you yeah and, he's and that's like, that's I'm a good bit i'm a baker yeah so i like that he was the baker and you don't see her otherwise so he was a baker he was also such a whiny little fuck oh dude he's james corden he sucks. It, he sucks so bad he sucks so bad in this 
And like I, I don't. I hated the first nine minutes. The movie started, and Paul, you wanted Into the Woods. I had I had heard of Into the Woods. All I knew was Chris Pine's in it. Um, and then it starts. And it's about fuck. Immediately, I see it like Emily Blunt, and I'm like, "That's cool." I don't really have any feelings about Emily Blunt, other than I don't like John Krasinski as a person, and I've seen talk show footage of them together, and I feel bad for her because it seems like he's kind of a shit. Yeah, he um, sucks. That's true. He sucks. And yeah, there's one clip where they're on the Graham Norton show, and he's just like talking over her and like not playing into her jokes at all, and I don't, I don't like him. Yeah. I feel and, like he's. Yeah. Just, I feel like he's going to be a Republican someday. Like I feel like oh, he's one of those. He probably already of, is. He probably already is. Yeah. But like he's he's doing CIA propaganda for Amazon, right? Or is it FBI propaganda? I don't know. He has that CIA. like he has that like yeah. good news show or whatever. Uh, yeah, I didn't watch it, but I I saw it yeah. and I I said. Fuck off, John he, he made like five YouTube videos until he sold the idea for like several millions of dollars and then decided to just get someone else to do all the stuff that he had done. Yeah, the the uh, recent season of the Tom Clancy um, Jack Reacher or whatever mm-hmm. that he the character that he plays is all about like uh, Venezuela is being ruled by an evil dictator and, and Jack Reacher has to go down Jesus and Christ. destabilize the region. Right? Oh, yeah, it, it fucking sucks. Um, but so then I, then she has even an even worse husband, the, uh, worst person I could imagine having to see for two fucking hours is James Corden. I sat down to watch this yesterday with Sarah and I was like, oh, fuck Jack Ryan, whatever. Um, sorry. The chat is pointing out it is Jack Ryan, not Jack Reacher. Um, Jack Reacher was Tom Cruise, I think. Um, Mm. The thing that's frustrating is that, like, I sat down and was like, oh, fuck, that's right. James Corden is in this. And then, like, a minute later, I was like, oh, fuck, James Corden is the main character. Like, yeah. he is the person that this yeah. revolves around. I was like, what's that British voice? Who's that British voice saying once upon a time right now? That better not be James fucking Corden. And then I saw James Corden. It was James fucking Corden. And then, if they couldn't top that, the most annoying little girl. She's like, she's like the fucking orphan. It's like they picked, like, a 50-year-old woman that was just, like, the worst, like, every nightmare substitute teacher I've ever had. Like, every obnoxious person but it's a little girl and she just sings in like a piercing way did that affect you too the way it affected me every single line she just ended on that like that the way it ended it hurt me well and i think some of that is so i don't know some of that is just like the way that this this music is is written like some like sometimes i have an issue when i listen to musicals because I really like like numbers, right? Like I like when they're like setting up and they're like, we're going to have a musical number. I don't like when they're like, we're going to have a lead up now and we're going to sing a little bit, but we're actually talking. We're trying to convey something to the audience. I don't like that. And she does that all throughout the whole thing. She's always singing. She's never not singing. And what it's was, so oh annoying. My God. She's so annoying. I hate the way she sings. I know she's a little girl, and I couldn't be mean, but <laughs> she's, I'm gonna. She's way, 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 way better off I, financially than all of us. We can go ahead and make fun of her yeah, if we want to. I don't, I don't like her because she kept stealing all those baked goods. She yeah, should pay for that's it. That's how we introduced And her. then Emily Blunt's just like, oh, no, that's cool that she does that. No, it's fine. Because well, they want a kid, right? Like, that's the whole thing. It's like, 
she and James Corden really want a kid. They can't have a kid. We don't know why. But he doesn't want a kid. Because of some magic beans. But he, he doesn't want a he kid. He doesn't want a she fucking wants. kid. He doesn't even want a fucking kid. He's such a... he, And he won't tell her. So he just has to be a chump about it the whole time. Ugh. Do you think he's pulling out and not telling her? Definitely. Dude, 100%. All this shit no. with the witch, we could have avoided all of that. This guy just doesn't <laughs> want kids. What the fuck? I do love that the the plot of this movie is He's not is, pulling out the witch the witch is straight up like you're you're it does, you're shooting blanks bud he's, she's like I hated your dad so fucking much that like you can't you can't no, you can't uh, it's I'm, nothing no. it's just air comes out I know but what I'm saying That's is what that, you that did, James she was full of, she was full of shit and that actually this guy just sucks and he didn't want kids <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I'm saying is happening <laughs> He he does suck and um not that it sucks to not want kids but that you know you know what i mean no that's honestly the the best part about him (laughs) yeah well like if he would just tell his wife it would be fine but his wife's like oh i really want kids and he's just like well you hold the baby i'll take care of it later when it's older but like you should hold it now because you're a girl so hold the baby (laughs) and then we're then we're 10 minutes into the movie and finally fucking um meryl streep shows up well, hold on, hold on. So the, the the setting, the opening number here is setting the stage, which is that there's like five different fairy tale people mm-hmm. who, for whatever reason, have to go into the woods. Yeah, they hang got... They're all buds. It reminded me of, um, I watched one of my favorite 80s movies recently, Monster Squad, where okay. it reveals that like Dracula, uh, Wolfman, The Mummy, Frankenstein swamp thing like all hang out and just like chill and do stuff together and this movie was like oh yeah all the all the fairy tale people you know they're like you know they're around they're in the same i feel like there's something else that's done this i feel like this has done been done a lot of like avengers (laughs) yeah but like okay yeah the avengers but with like fairy tales of like oh all fairy tales like exist in the same like universe. oh once upon a time the abc show yeah once upon a time does that's true though they do that and Shrek. Yeah, Shrek. And Shrek. Shrek. And Shrek. Yeah. But Shrek. They should have put Shrek in this Shrek, movie. Shrek, which I feel compare? like probably would be a better musical. Have you guys done Shrek yet? Did you do Shrek? We're working on it. Okay. We're, yeah, it's there. It's on the list. We should do we're, that because I feel it. like that would be a better forest story. I, the, the thing that I needs to happen for Shrek is that I need to get that good good juice in my body so that I can come hang out and like... Uh, consume uh like gummies with people mm-hmm. and then watch shrek mm-hmm. in the same room mm-hmm. yeah that sounds great yeah what i need to do is work with my dialect coach so i can really nail that scottish accent and then i plan to do the entire episode in character as shrek with my costume from halloween on i think that sounds so wonderful. far the scottish accent has eluded me but i feel confident you're gonna get that there i'll get there you're halfway there baby I just, I can tell. Uh, <laughs> I can just feel it. I, I could do Cockney, which ge- 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 geographically. Yeah, you maybe just, yeah. Get, that's close. About halfway. Anyway, okay, so we hate James Corden, and we, uh, Meryl Streep is here, and she's like, uh, I fucked up your house because I hated your dad. Yeah. Meryl Streep comes in and then actually she, is. So she cursed the, what was the curse she put on the house? Uh, well, her, her, so this was wild is that James Corden's, mom 
was like, I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. Go get and, me. I'm pregnant. I'm having a hunger pregnant craving. And she wants greens. So go get me. Yeah, go get me some vegetables. That's the thing. <laughs> Sarah's, I don't know. We don't know what story it is. But Sarah's telling me that that is an actual, like, fairy tale of, like, somebody who's cursed by a witch because she's just like, damn, I really want a salad right now. Let's go eat that witch's vegetables. Oh, okay. That, yeah. All right. That makes sense. So that is the thing. We don't know. We don't know what it's from. But... But yeah, like she, she wants some veggies. The father goes and gets them. The witch, she kind of gets mad at him, but she's not that mad until he takes the beans. Until he takes the beans, right. And then she's real pissed. Because she comes ugly. Yeah, she's not hot anymore. Hey, so, so in in Rapunzel, apparently there, the original version of Rapunzel, the, the brothers Grimm, mm-hmm. the Grimm bros, that's a, Does, that's another TV show. What? Grim. Grim. What's it about? Two brothers that write spooky stories. Yeah, cool. it's like Supernatural. <laughs> we should add. We should um Supernatural. That's another show. We should call it every other show throughout the um throughout this episode. Whenever you we say something that's another show, just shout it out. Uh, apparently there is no that yeah that's from the original version of Rapunzel, the couple with the garden and oh, the. Okay. Uh, well, okay. She wants a salad. And then so yeah, that's do they, so they like steal. So the witch steals the baby and puts her up in the tower. Is that their thing? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. So like, that's exactly so, what happens. But so the father takes the beans and she's just like, "Fuck you! I'm cursing your house." It's unclear how the curse affected the father. The way that's seen in the movie is that James Corden is shooting blanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in the in the play, there's a character that comes up called the mysterious man. Yeah, that's, that's kind of like pulling the strings. Yeah, they cut that out, I don't and they know decided in. That would have, but that would have made it like I think better if they would have left uh, that in. I from what I read about the musical, it's apparently um a a different vibe that the like actual musical is like a little more dark and existential, um while also being funny. In a way that works, while this just uh, kind of felt a little not uh, uh, tonally inconsistent. I'm not really sure because well, the oh, I should preface that the only uh, stage performance I've seen of this is was the uh, 2017 Grandview Heights High School musical performance. Uh, oh, when I, I heard was, really good was, things about when that. I was, when I was teaching there in 2017, so so like you know that's kind of what I'm basing basing my knowledge okay, off. Okay, so the, the, did this they have the like wolf a, scene? They did. Did they have the the baker being impotent in the? Well, they you don't really have to, you don't have to like say that. All you say is like, oh, we can't have they can't have a kid, you know. And people know. And people know. People know. Yeah. Let's let's not assume our our audiences are stupid. You're right. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. So so the witch shows up. The witch is Meryl Streep in an old old lady costume, and she's just like, I will. Lift the curse on your house because your dad was a piece of shit. Um, also, side note, uh, she said that after she turned 40, she would never accept a witch role, <clears throat> but decided against it when offered a Sondheim part. Yeah. Oh, wow. Prestigious. Um, yeah, she just like shows up and is like, I need a cow. I need a cape. I need uh, a shoe. Mm-hmm. And no, I think that's being generous because the fucking way they describe it is like, I need a cow as white as milk. 
I need hair as gold as gold corn. As, <laughs> as, as yellow as corn. corn. Yellow as corn. yellow as corn. And then the, corn. Sh- the shoe is gold as gold. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah sh- uh, a, a slipper that is as gold or gold. Uh, yeah. Pure as gold. Pure as gold. That's yeah. Damn. I need a cow that's cow colored. Why is milk? Why is milk? It's silly. But it does come and, up later. And it seems like it's not really like the reason she needs that shit is to break the curse on herself. Yeah. And not even like she's just like, I look, I can't I can't be fucking with being ugly. <laughs> yeah. Like I gotta yeah. be hot. Yeah. So I need you to get this cow. Um, and you don't understand why those ingredients are important <laughs> until later. Um so there's like that. And then you get um Jack, right? From Jack and the Beanstalk, yeah. who has to go sell the cow because the cow's not making milk. That's pretty straightforward. Yeah, that one's mm-hmm. easy. Yeah. Can, can I be honest? I completely forgot about Jack and the Beanstalk. Just forgot. Like, I just saw that kid and I was like, ah, who's that? And then once we got to the beans, I was like, oh. Well, there's a lot shit. of shit that gets, like, forgotten about because we never check in with Rapunzel again, even though Rapunzel is the sister of James Corden's character. And you would think at some point they would he would be like, oh, my God, it's my sister that I never knew. Holy shit. That was his sister. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. The, the the witch took the baby and put it in the yeah. tower. That was. Yeah, and he it's said, his sister. He yeah. says at the beginning, I, I had a sister. Yeah. It's easy to miss because they never fucking get back to it. They never talk well, about she it She also again. just disappears. She just like, goes. She's straight up. But when you give Rapunzel, she, the only thing that she's there for is that like, oh, hey, the witch is touching her hair. So clearly her hair isn't going to be one of the ingredients because the witch can't touch any of the ingredients for Duh. some reason. Uh, and then she's just like, she finds her hot MCR frontman prince and she's just peace who can now out. see again she's gone and then and then they're gone yeah she like cries a little bit of tears and he's just like girl i can see now and then they just ride off into the distance okay two several things okay one of course james corden didn't care about his sister that self-centered <laughs> motherfucker doesn't care about anyone but himself second um in the stage play in the original version, the giant kills Rapunzel. But in this, they're like, oh, yeah, she just left with her, uh, her oh, prince. Oh, yeah. Because um, the like giant strikes on their wedding. And so they're just like, well, let's get out of here. Uh, so that prince that was not Chris Pine, but was um, Billy Magnuson. <clears throat> was original. Stri- straight up thought that was Chris Hemsworth in my memory. No, it's Billy Magnuson. Um, he... It was originally going to be Jake Gyllenhaal, but um, he had to do, I think, Nightcrawler instead, which, like, oh, good, better, be, yeah, good choice. choice. Good choice, dude. <laughs> uh, Billy Magnuson, who played the prince in this, is going to play the young version of Polly Walnuts Gutierrez in uh, The Sopranos. In The Sopranos prequel movie that's coming out later this year. Nice. So I'm deciding that I like that guy, regardless of all available evidence and the fact that he plays a fucking asshole in nearly everything except this movie. The fact that he's going to be Polly, I've decided I'm going to find a way to uh, like it. Because the princes in this... I liked their characterization because at least I liked their their initial characterization because they're just two like himbos that argue about which one has like a a better (laughs) a better sad story. Yeah, yeah. The agony song is funny. Great song. Yeah, agony's really that song fucking rules. Yeah. 
Agony oh. was a peak for me. I, I did like Agony. Yeah, that was okay, really Okay, so, you, so you've got the baker and his wife who've got to get ingredients. You've got Jack who's trying to sell the cow. Mm-hmm. You've got Cinderella, played by Anna Kendrick, who just wants to go to the festival. Which, really, Anna Kendrick? What's wrong with Anna I mean, Kendrick? Give me, she give was me just one, doing. Give this me was one like Pitch thing. Perfect era. Give me one thing that's wrong with Anna Kendrick. Is she too cute? Is she too sweet? I just don't see her as Cinderella. When you're talking about Miss Cass, I've just I feel like the classical image of Cinderella that we've seen in almost every other carnation. I wouldn't think of as, as Anna Kendrick. Yeah, is blonde. Um, but I guess that's to contrast the other stepsisters. Um. I don't know. Anna Kendrick just has, uh, doesn't, doesn't she have cups to be singing? I got With... a ticket for the wrong <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I think, she, like. She was fine. Again, yeah, despite that being, like, a major part, that's the thing, is, like, there's so much going on in this film that it just feels like you kind of lose the plot of, like, who matters at all. Yeah. Like she just I mean, she's important because she has a slipper and that's it. Um and I guess by the end she's like one of the few surviving characters. Yeah. At the end she's like, Oh, what's up? Can I live with you? I'll clean her house. Which, yeah, it's this weird shit. It kinda seems like she's just gonna marry the baker and they're yeah. gonna raise these kids together. Right. Like all the like these two little weird kids. One of them dumb as shit. I'm sorry to to Jack. Who created the beanstalk? Yeah. But like his mom was right. She was just always slapping his head. She was just like, "What the? What is happening to you?" You know. Um, yeah. Look, Jack. Jack is a is uh, a, an adorable little boy because his best friend is that cow, and then that cow <laughs> <Yeah>. dies. <laughs> that cow. <laughs> That's true. This is a tragedy for Jack. But then that cow's brought back to life. <laughs> yeah. That's a good joke. That is a very good joke, and I was like this. Oh this yeah, film where she's just has like, some moments in it th- that are very funny. Oh and yeah, that, that moment where where uh, Meryl Streep is just like, "What happened to the cow? You had a cow, and like, well, it died." And she's like, "I can, br- I'll bring it back." Yeah, she's like, "I'm, like, a, I'm witch. a witch." Yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, it did feel very much like um, almost <laughs> just like they wrote themselves in a corner, and then we're like. Uh, what if she just brings the cow back to life? Which was awesome, and I, I, I do encourage. I, I mean, like I felt that way about the corn thing, too, where Jack was just like, corn has hair. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're like, oh, like, yeah, corn yeah. does have this, hair. And then, yeah, the witch is just like, oh, oh, yeah, shit, sorry, I forgot. Oh, yeah, that you could totally use that completely easy out and not have to run around the woods for an hour and a half trying to find, you know, a girl who's, who's lamenting from a, a window in a tower. Also, the first time they show Rapunzel's prince, where he just like falls down, yeah. that's funny. That they didn't funny. do <laughs> that. Seems so out of place in comparison with the rest uh, of the movie. Yeah, it happens to him multiple times because after he visits her that one time, he just like grabs her hair and is like, "I'll just jump from the tower." And halfway down, he's like, "Oh, this was a bad idea," and slams into the side of the tower. I do feel that, like in the stage production, that it. Like, more of a thing is made out of, like, oh, these princes are very goofy and, like, kind of dopey. Like, I feel like that's more of a thing. Like, they didn't play up, play that up as much, especially with uh, the Chris What's-His-Face, um, the main prince. I feel like they, mm-hmm. they didn't talk much about how he was stupid 
until they were like, he's for some reason like seducing the baker's wife in the woods. Oh, he horny. Yeah. But like, and then she's just like, is this wrong or is it okay? Like, which is a weird thing for somebody who's married to just be like, I don't know. A, a is it, is who, it wrong to cheat or is it fine? No, I thought that was good. Per- I thought that was good because his whole story has been, I wish I could have a child with my husband, right, James yeah. Corden. Right. Then they have a child and that baby is still there. Like, she's just like, I'm going to leave this baby she with leaves this it with strange that kid. girl yeah. who carries she- a knife. Yeah, right. This uh, this kid. I thought that was go good. This kid. The yeah, prince. she's like this this little girl who walked into the belly of a wolf earlier in this play. I'm gonna leave my newborn baby with her. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was great. I thought it was good because the entire movie, I was like, "How the fuck is Emily Blunt and James Corden a couple? Yeah, like, well, how does this true. work?" And as no, as and soon as she met, meets Chris Pine, she's like, "Maybe I didn't need a baby to make me happy. Maybe I just needed to never see James Corden again." <laughs> And then she dies, yeah. and everything works out for Emily Blunt's character, the baker's wife. <laughs> I, no, it makes sense, because, like, literally multiple times in this film, she comes upon Anna Kendrick, and is just like, tell me more about this hot prince. Yeah, what's, oh, up, like, what's up with this other guy that's not James Corden? Because <laughs> yeah, I've so met she... a witch, a cow, a little boy, and James Corden, and those are the only people I've met my entire oh. life. And I will, I will, li- I would, I would rather hang out with the most annoying little girl who steals every piece of bread than to hear James Corden say one fucking word more to me. Yeah, no, I. Which I relate to. Yeah, no, he's insufferable, you know. And I guess he I, he I, succeeds in being like a sh- like a shitty guy, which is what he's supposed to be in the. I think I, what I, it is I have is to that. Know is- is he an awful person in real life? I feel like yeah, I've heard everything that. I've he's got to be. Yeah, he is. No, everything I've heard is that because, he's terrible. Because it does not make sense that he went from... I, I don't know about his whole British background like before Doctor Who, right? Because I feel like mm-hmm. what happened is I saw him in an episode of Doctor Who and went like, oh, that guy's okay, I guess. And then they brought him back and I'm like, well, that's weird. We didn't really need to see this guy again. And then suddenly he's yeah, hosting that was, a uh, talk show in America. That was... Uh, <laughs> what is it? that was a psyop what's the british uh, uh mi6 mi6 yeah that's an mi6 psyop there's something with james corden that people aren't talking about but um he went for, he came from nowhere to suddenly be likable in doctor who and then he's taken over america and i think the thing is that he sucks like hardcore but the innate like american part of all of us just like know that all british people suck mm-hmm. so we just kind of excuse everything that's bad about him as that he's british yeah but really he's he's like he's bad for a brit he's a bad person i think i think americans just hear the british accent and they're the the part the part of your brain that says like stranger danger and like this person is a threat to be around just shuts down. And so you're just like, yeah, this guy's cool. He's fine. I like him. He's funny. And then he goes on to become the new uh, Letterman or whatever. I, I forget. Yeah, who showed no, you it's exactly. It's like what I fucking texted you guys. The, the point where the pedophile cannibalistic wolf ken that is johnny depp shows up and is like i want to be creepy to you little girl and then she's like i don't like that so much and then she meets james corden she's like no 
you're the worst person <laughs> yeah. I've ever fucking seen. I'm gonna leave. Yeah. And well, because he tries to fucking undress her. Yeah. Like, yeah. At, at least her, exp- like, yes. Is the wolf creepy? Yes. Yeah. What does he do, though? Yeah. He's just like, oh, take your time. The woods are cool. Look at these flowers. C- collect some cl- flowers for your grandmother. Like, of course, she's gonna be like, yeah, that guy seemed fine. And then James Corden shows up and like, give me your shirt. I need your shirt. <laughs> yeah. And then he tries to run off with it. No, like, I, yeah, that guy's yeah. worse. Yeah, I definitely had a response of just like all of these grown men have got to stop like trying to touch this child. Like, please just sleep, just don't. And I feel like in the in the stage plays traditionally, it has to be like an adult woman that's playing Red Riding Hood, right? Uh, I don't know, and I don't know about I'll- the real. The stage production. Because it just it seems like there's so much creepy shit with that many adult yeah. men acting that way that it feels like in 30 years, 35 years, someone would have been like, hey, let's not, let's not do this. Yeah, it's so let's... blatant and so bad that it makes it feel like, is this supposed to be like a like cautionary tale? Is that like what is like actually happening? Uh, but- I am so sorry. The person who originally played uh, Little Red Riding Hood in Into the Woods was born in 71. So she was 15. So not, Damn. not, a, not like a small what child. What the fuck, Stephen Sondheim? Yeah, a little but, weird. Little, there's some stuff. Yeah, not great. Okay, because okay, um, I'm, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page and I'm seeing someone that looks like... Uh, what's that show with the dust bunnies and the couch? Big comfy couch? Big comfy couch. Big yeah, comfy big comfy couch. couch. Yeah. yeah, they got Classic. a big comfy couch looking woman playing Red Riding Hood, which I get that. That's uh, an adult with large freckles on the face signifying a younger child, thus downplaying the inherent creepiness of someone trying to, like, lusting after their skin in the first 20 minutes. Of Just this. right away. Yeah, no, it's, it was, that, that part was really bad. That was like, the, that was mm, hard to get through. That was no good. Now, Cabaret, which we thought about watching, that's got Nazis in it, right? Yeah. Uh, but are they good Nazis or bad Nazis? I don't know. Probably better than... <laughs> I, <guess>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't know about that. I will stand... I will I will hold off well, on comparing the, the pedophile, cannibalistic, wolfkin to a Nazi until I've seen that movie. Yeah. Let's wait. I'm going to say... We're going to watch Cabaret. So. About even. Um... Hey, okay, we should get back. Can I just, can I tell, can I tell you, like, the most amazing thing I read on Wikipedia about this? Sure. Yes. Uh, if I said about, no, you would tell me anyway, so. Yeah, I would tell you. So, um, I, I, I gotta find exactly the, the phrasing. Okay, yes. Um, <clears throat> I'd like to read you this paragraph. After, uh, no, I'm gonna paraphrase after the success of Chicago, which we talked about in a previous episode, yeah, the uh, director Rob Marshall approached uh, Sondheim with a proposal to adapt one of his musicals. He was initially interested in Follies or Sweeney Todd, but Sondheim suggested Into the Woods instead. Marshall concurred, but development of the project was postponed when he decided to direct Memoirs of a Geisha and a movie called Nine. However, however... 
In 2011, Marshall's interest in the project was rekindled when he heard a speech by President Barack Obama on the 10th anniversary of the September 11th attacks to the families of the 9-11 victims, which seemed to evoke the same message as the musical's most important song, No One Is Alone. Marshall firmly believed that Into the Woods was, quote, a fairy tale for the post-9-11 generation. (laughs) (laughs) What a hot take! What a hot take! (laughs) So, so he he saw this film. It was just like, yeah, you know what? This film was like nine eleven. This, this musical no, is like he, 9-11. He saw Barack Obama talking about the 10th anniversary of 9-11 and was like, into the woods. Into the woods. We gotta make it. Everybody has to know they're not alone. Like those brave men and women were on 9-11. That is the most insane you know what? shit. That is insane. And as soon as what? he got done, as soon as he got done directing Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides, you know, the one none of us have seen, he pitched this idea to Walt Disney. And they said, sure. Jesus James Christ. Corden has some fucking dirt on us. He's gone into the underground bunkers below Disney World, and we need to get him work. Oh my god. Okay, so I was trying to remember... No one, the no one is alone, right? I was trying to remember that song. Um, and the Wikipedia for it's this the last page, one, or, right? The last song that they do, yes. Oh, Audrey, yes. Audrey, your video disappeared. Audrey. Hang on, we lost Audrey. Hang on, I'm here. Audrey's died. Well, now oh. she's just like a little Discord man. Oh no, Audrey, you look different. That's not me. James uh, Corden got her. There's no This always happens. I knew <laughs> this like, was a bad like, idea. That's why like, I wanted cut, to do cabaret. He's like, cut the, cut the video feed. We're I can see in. our viewers. James Corden is watching, Paul. Um, well, Audrey figures, figures that out. Let me let me hit you with this, which is that uh, the song No One Is Alone was performed by Mandy Patinkin in an episode of Touched by an Angel. Hey, Audrey's back. Uh, where he plays Satan. Oh, and really? He is tempting Monica. I don't know who Monica is. To climb From to the friends. top of a... Cl- <laughs> climb to the top of a cliff and jump off. So that what's was, that in? Um, touched by an angel, Mandy Patinkin uh, okay. as Satan yeah, man, singing. I'll, no one I'll, is alone. I love Mandy Patinkin. That sounds good to me. So, that wasn't even to um, me. That song wasn't even like one of the good ones. Oh. That didn't even feel like one of the hits. What? The, no one is alone? Yeah, that was the last one that they sang together, right? After like everybody else had died, they were in the woods together. Yeah, yeah it was it was yeah, it's them like coming together to be like, I guess we're just gonna be this weird um family right. now. I um I don't remember that song. The only other song I remember is apparently called Your Fault, um, when they're all arguing with each other I, in the I woods did not like that the beans. Song. I I hated it. I hated it. I hated it so much. It reminded me of Ben Shapiro talking the way (laughs) the way they were like, but I'm going to look it up. I'm going to try and do this, but it isn't my fault. I was given those beans. You persuaded me to trade away my cow for those beans. Without those beans, there'd have been no stock to get up to the giants in the first place. Wait a minute. Magic beans for a cow so old that you had to tell to lie to sell and which you told like it was just so fucking 
percussive in the worst way. No, that, I thought that um, one was really it's, bad. It, it's trying to do the the music, the first song in Music Man. Yeah, but that rocked like, because they were a train uh, rather than people having an argument about beans in the fucking woods. I don't know. I I I was thinking about the. I think it's the opening number with the I wish. I thought that uh, one was that stuff. one was better that, though. Yeah, well that that one uh, reminds me of uh, Nixon in China. The the it's like a song from Nixon in China that I got real obsessed with for like a week. Mm-hmm. What the fuck uh, is Nixon in China? Uh, it's an opera. It's like a, a recent opera. Um, What's it but about? It's, it's like when I when I shook hands with Cho and Lai when I. And I shook hands yeah. and so alive. I feel like that's like history. Yeah, it's, it, it fucking rules. I I really wanted to push for upstairs to cover that when we get to play a live show again. And I think John is wild. on board. I'm Jeff sure. would murder us. Well, you know what? Fuck Jeff. Let's see him try. But but it, it had the, the way the like, God. If you guys got murdered on stage while singing at some opera, that'd be good. I mean, that would be that's cool. for the history books. That, that would that's be true. sick. It's a way to go. <laughs> that'd be fucking. That'd be fucking sick, dude. We could we could set that song up to be the new song that gets played before somebody gets executed because like right now it's Ness and Dorma, mm-hmm. you know. Any anytime so, if you hear Ness and Dorma in a in a movie, somebody is about to be shot during the final note. Like that is just like a, that song's a, a also super bit. ruined because that was like Trump's walkout music, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Blech. I don't think Trump could spell Puccini. No, he couldn't. It's very easy, but he couldn't. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. So the, the thing that I do like, I guess the reason that I don't necessarily hate this musical is I do love that the first half is like, oh, it's all your favorite fairy tale characters and it's kind of goofy and they're, they're, they're arguing all the time. And oh, then like Infinity kind War. Of, yeah, and then you get like a happy ending kind of and then immediately it's just like, actually, no, these people all fucking suck and they murdered a dude. Like they murdered that giant. Yeah. Jack Jack stole that giant's fucking harp for reasons that don't matter. Like no, because it's because they, Little Red Riding Hood was like, bet you won't kill that giant. She just says, like, I bet you wouldn't go steal that harp. And he's like, I know, fuck you, I will. And then like, He's like, I'm a little boy, so I am obviously a fucking psychopath. Yeah, but this is what I mean by like uh Steven Sondheim just like writes shit that that makes like 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 whiny upper middle class people happy. So like all these people are really shitty and they're all really selfish and they all do these terrible things. But then at the end, they're like, you know what? We forgive ourselves and we're just going to go live in a house happily ever after. And Anna Kendrick, she just really wants to clean. That's what she wants to do. She wants yeah. to clean. And we're yeah. going to, God damn it, we're going to let her. <laughs> We're gonna let it's, that sweet girl clean this 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 like weird terrible guy's house, right? <laughs> you know, like, like just like <laughs> like it's just weird that at the end he's like James Corden is like I I can raise two children a a cow <laughs> a cow um a cow and that's then mostly dead. like what. <laughs> Mostly dead, like yeah, most uh, a fucking zombie <laughs> cow, like a literal do, no, an do, actual I guess zombie it could cow. Live forever now, yeah, yeah, we do not know. <laughs> also, the witch dies. Hold on, sorry, I forgot about the witch dying so randomly. <laughs> like she didn't warn anybody. She was I just like, this. It's "This is the when last, I stopped paying attention." The, the movie. last 
midnight. Bitch, what does that mean? Tell us she what it means. Into the she just we already, we already had in the last midnight. That was the whole thing is that like she keeps bringing it up to like, all right, there's three more midnights until the blue moon. And it's like the blue moon was yesterday. Yeah. That was the last midnight. You right. don't get another midnight. Right. And then no, she just and then, and then she's she just, just like, like I'm chucking dead. beans. Yeah, she's like I'm I'm piecing out. Bye. So here's I do, what I, I do, remember. I do like have, that. Yeah. They had the Ben Shapiro song, right? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I stopped paying for attention, and then I realized to stop paying attention, so I rewound. And then I I noticed that they get married. The giant comes. Um, that dude just like hits uh, Jack's mom in the face with a staff. Because ben she's trying him. to like one v one the giant, yeah, and then she's dead, mm-hmm. and then later James Corden has to be like, "Oh man, it's you want to see your mom? Bad news. Some dude uh, hit her and, in the face the- with a baseball bat <laughs> to get her to shut up, and she's dead now." <laughs> yeah. At an incredible time, they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna go kill this giant." He's like, "Man, I can't wait to go see my mom again." He's like, "Oh, bad news." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's let's take care of this giant. Um. And also tells him, like, it's fine, because Jack immediately goes, like, no, I'm going to go fucking kill that dude. And he's just like, he didn't mean it. Like, yeah, she's dead, but he didn't mean it. He didn't mean it. You know, when you're just, like, you're, like, holding a big, like, baseball bat, and then someone's just, like, talking, and you're like, shut up, and you bonk them, and then they're dead forever? It happens when a giant shows up when you don't expect it, dude. We live in weird times. There's just a lot of shit that happens that should be super climactic, but is not at all. Like, also, when, when Emily Blunt's character dies... And then he's just like, he's just like, I'm so sad that my wife died. And then he's just like, and I'm mad that my wife died. And then he just goes into the woods and then eventually he's just like, and then his dad's like, be a better dad than me. His dad just like magically appears. Yeah, he was just like, like, yeah, he's like, I'm going to run from my problems. And his dad's just like, don't do that. And he's like, okay, I will. Yeah, right. Did we see Emily Blunt die? No. no. Well, you see like okay. a scary wind or something that comes by. What, what happens what is she, she she hears the giant coming and she's running from the giant and there's a moment where she like goes and then uh, she kind of like falls off screen. It's like a thing where it's like very that's clearly what, she falls off I a thought. cliff. But I thought no... the conversation was that Jack was like, oh, I saw your wife. She's dead at the bottom of a cliff. Yeah. And, and then the baker's like, oh, I saw your mom. A guy hit her in the face and she died. <laughs> no, no. He finds out that his wife died, and then like ten minutes later is like, oh yeah, by the way, Jack, your mom is dead. Well, yeah. But, well, and also like Jack comes um, back and he starts talking about a bunch of other shit, and then he's got this scarf around his neck, and James Gordon's like, "Yo, where'd you get that scarf?" I knew that scarf. And he's like, "Oh, no. oh shit, bro. He's like, your wife's dead. She's in the bottom." <laughs> Forgot to mention it. He's like, Oh, yeah, dude. After I 1v1 the giant, I looted your wife's body and got this sick scarf. It's got it's got an upgraded armor class. So, like, I'm doing great now. Oh, 1v1 in They should remake this and just have Jack be real into Fortnite. Yeah. That's what I what I was thinking about when the mom's just like, You're a weird little kid and your only cow your only friend's a cow at the beginning. I was like, he's like a little online dork. Yeah. Like, definitely. <laughs> I want to see this with, with just uh Jack as uh, a, what a piece about a, a bad kid. Um uh, he's he definitely there's definitely they've had that moment from uh Donnie Darko where she's like, I made a friend today and she's just like real or imagine <laughs> real or cow. He's just like a cow. <laughs> 
<laughs> Real or a cow's white as milk? A cow's white as milk. A cow's white as milk or a different cow covered in flour? A different cow covered in flour. <laughs> I really wish that worked. I really wish that worked. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that would have been great. I like I I I wish that the spell fucked up. Like I think that the spell should not have just not worked. It should have been like Mm-hmm. No, you use the wrong ingredients. That bad stuff happens. Magic doesn't. You don't just like. You don't get to cheat like that. Yeah. Like the way magic works is that if you don't do it right, bad things happen. It's not like oh my car won't start or whatever. You know, they, there should have been consequences. Right. But you don't get that. The beans well, look well, bad. Well, hold on. the The witch does get sucked into a hole in the ground while singing. I was not paying that much attention at this point. Okay. Someone please clarify what the fuck happened. What happens is that the, they have the song about where they Ben Shapiro debate each other. Um, mm-hmm. And the witch basically is like, you know what? Fuck it. It is my fault. It's, you wanted to blame somebody. Blame me. It's the last midnight. I'm getting rid of all my beans. And you're like, I don't understand why. Uh, she just throws away all of her beans. And then expects to be cursed to be ugly again but instead the ground just swallows yeah, her she up. just she just gets, she gets she gets caught by the ground and, and okay so it. it was it didn't make any more sense than what i no, what no, i no, no. thought it okay didn't. cool 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 right cool. she just alludes to it because she does the last midnight thing which was a sick song that was a good one i liked that one yeah i mean it was good it, it, you you know it definitely is like a good meryl streep all the songs were pretty good. Peace. I did it. It did. It just says this thing of just like this. There's so much reprisal of these songs all the time. Oh my god! It's just like I, I was telling. They cut a lot of reprisals. Apparently, oh, for I looked sure. up the songs that oh, they d- cut, no, and it's like fifty percent reprisal. Dude, every that's every single musical book that you look at. If you look at the score, it's just like reprise one, reprise two, reprise six, reprise like it just happens over and over again. But like I feel like yeah. every melody really was just that ah, the Rapunzel thing. Everything was just based yeah. off of that melodic line. I the thing is, is like I Which said to also, Sarah, I like, just fucking love that Prince just watching her and being like, <laughs> "Damn girl, yes." <laughs> That's good. <Whoop. laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was saying to Sarah that like. Yeah, if you are a person who like is interested in what a motif is, this is a great film to show that because like literally what happens is like you get the opening number Mm -hmm. and everybody has their own little like melody or like little motif that accompanies them, and then it shows up for the rest of the film. Every time you see Cinderella, you got the the da 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 da. They gotta go to the festival. Well, and in the Uh, yeah, and a lot in the books, it's always like oh Cinderella's theme, or it's like like that you know, and that's like that's like I feel like that's typical musical stuff, but just something that I personally I'm just always like oh come on, like you know. But that's just, no, I like that. I like that when it's done in media such as Star Wars. <laughs> also, have it. You know what my favorite it's, one is though is Twin Peaks. The music that comes on when it whenever Audrey Horn comes in. Oh, you know what my favorite is what? Fuck off. <laughs> No, Twin Peaks is a really good example because Twin Peaks also will just take the same melody 
Uh, and they're just like, this time it's on a piano. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This time it's a guitar. Yeah. My favorite reoccurring musical bit in Twin Peaks is after in season two when um, James and Donna and Madeline yes, James record song? that, oh my that God, goofy yes. ass song where he yeah. he starts singing and you're like, this yeah. is this is not what this guy sounds yeah. like, right? No. Yes. Right. Absolutely. And it's just like a, a, 50, a 50s ballad. I want to cover that song so Dude, bad. Yeah, we should. That's, that's the best part of That's the best part of season two. That's the best part. I've, I, like, I, I love I agree. that. And then every time you see him, he's like riding a motorcycle. And then that that he's like starts thinking about Donna. And then that guitar comes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently to get the uh, vocals for that song, they recorded like three different vocalists and like merged it together. Mm. to get weird to, to yeah to get james or they like overlaid it i i read about it before it's 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 they like definitely wanted to make it fucking weird which i love that because a lot of people say that's that's one of the worst parts of twin peaks season two is james's song but no, it's, it's awesome great. it's great it's awesome it's great. and then it's also great that it's immediately followed up by a scary bob scene yeah like yeah. it's a perfect one-two punch right no, that's good. Uh, incredible. But okay, let's be honest. The best, the actual best part of season two, uh, Twin Peaks, is just to take a slight detour here, is when um, the one lady gets super strength out of nowhere. And <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. She doesn't get super strength oh, out of shit, nowhere. I She's had it, about right? that. Like, like, when you first meet Nadine. <laughs> In season one, she's using the rowing machine and she breaks it. Oh, that's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. So she's always had super strength. I just like I don't know if it's a thing where Sorry, she's like when she goes to high school when she and she's she's a high school, she she's a high school she's cheerleader. Like <laughs> she chucks that dude. Yeah. Fucking, <laughs> it's incredible. I'm so fucking excited for you to see the return. Oh my god, we're gonna we're gonna record a special episode when you finish the return. Yeah, I need like to. hopefully immediately after you finish the return. Um, we're watching The Sopranos right now, so that's also good. You know, it's like that meme I retweeted today said, you know, it was an Italian that made uh, Twin Peaks great. <laughs> Angelo Badalamente. <laughs> I did see that. Mm-hmm. Good music. Okay. Better music. Okay, but. On the topic of Into the Woods, another thing. So, oh, yeah, so Jeff, Jeff, Jeff was here for like a, a, a like a little bit while I was watching it, and then he was like, everybody was singing too long, so I had to leave. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> like entirely reasonable. So he was like, but like when Rapunzel's like singing the da 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 da, and then her mom comes by, and then her mom's like, Rapunzel, let down your hair, girl, you're a witch, fly up there. Jeff was just like, why doesn't she just fly up there? And because, like, Rapunzel's mm-hmm. clearly like, oh, ow. Like, ooh. Like, you're, ouch. You know? And her mom's just yeah. like, no, I want to climb up that hair. Yeah. Gosh, that's, that's, for, that's her upper body. That's like, she goes to visit Rapunzel on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays because that's, that's upper body day. <laughs> I, I felt day. like the Rapunzel scene was supposed to be, like, r- funny <laughs> out of nowhere. And, uh, I don't know if it hit it, other than Billy Magnuson, my new favorite actor, who will be no, playing the young Polly Walnuts Gutierrez in the upcoming Many Saints of That guy doesn't New look Jersey. a. That guy does not look a thing like Polly, though. I don't understand that. Well, I guess they don't have to look like him necessarily. He's older now. Like this was seven yeah. years ago. That's true. So he, we know know how quickly he aged. Yeah, he could look like Polly. They probably put a bunch of makeup that- on him. 
And honestly, I love the like retroactive characterization of Polly as a himbo rather than just being a dumb guy that he was just like pretty hot for most of yeah. his life and then old age hit and now he's just got that charisma. Yeah. But uh, right. that's why he keeps the wings. Yeah. The same goddamn. Oh, it's going to be good. Um, so, so the thing the thing that I do to get back, I think I said this like 15 minutes ago and then we got derailed. The thing that I do like about Into the Woods is that like the tone shift halfway through. And I thought for a second they were just not going to do any other music. And if you look at mm-hmm. the songbook, it does say that like there's only like 10 songs in act two and there's like 20 songs in act one. So they do do a thing where it's just like, yeah, the the world has gone to shit because the, the giant fell and died. And now the giant's wife is like wreaking havoc. The woods are completely different. Uh, and there's no more songs, basically. Like, it was yeah. like 30 minutes where there's no music in this musical, which is weird. I feel like the second act is kind of condensed to like 30, 40 minutes in the movie. Well, that's always but true. From, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like it really like what works about and Audrey, you see the 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 stage version, uh, an acclaimed stage version. So maybe it was different for this, but um, I I I, I did read that the difference is more pronounced between the first and second act in the stage version, and that's what um makes it a lot better is kind of having this like more traditionally fairy tale first act and then the second act being that people get their happy endings and then shit still sucks or sucks in a new way they weren't expecting and that the the eggs the like darkly existential message of the musical is um kind of shoved together in the movie and doesn't hit as hard did you find that when you were watching the stage play version starring, uh, would you say th- 13 to 15 year olds? Uh, no, like that fi- it, it, 15 to 18 year olds. <laughs> a little older. Oh, 15 that. to 18? Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, still, that, you know. Uh, well, I don't know. I think that, like, uh, what's tricky, I think, in general about, like, musicals that are made into movies is that, like, you have, like, an entire, like, like, the, the intermission and, like, on-tracked parts of, like, a musical feels really important to me. Like, that time in between to, like, process what happened in the beginning. Like, accept that mm-hmm. as, like, an end of the act and then move on to something else. I mean, I could tell where the end of the act was, right? Like, you've got the mm-hmm. end of the act where, like, oh, everything's happy. And then, like, bonk, here's, like, this, like, giant just, like, fucking everything up. So, like, that felt, like, pretty pronounced to me that that was, like, the end of the first act, and then they were going into the second act after that. But I don't know. I I felt like there was a big tonal shift. I didn't feel like that was, like, like not noticeable. Did the second act remind you of a post-9-11 world? That's just how I felt after 9-11 was I I want to... I want to take in two kids that I've never met before into my home, and and I want. This I want Anna to, Kendrick to be there, just her. doing housework because that's her entire identity. She, I want her. Yeah, I want her there for that. Yeah, definitely. I I felt that way for sure. It is f- funny that like she. I'm trying to think of like okay, what characterization do you get for different people in this movie? And Anna Kendrick literally has none. Right. Like she does housework. She wants to go to the festival. I guess you get that. She's not. She doesn't want to commit to being around the prince because she keeps running away because she's scared of commitment in that way. 
But like that's it. Yeah, we also don't really understand like fully like where like her backstory is pretty hazy. Like what like why is she living with these like step sister or like I or they're not stepsisters. I feel like, like I, I yeah, it, what is it is supposed to be. I mean, it is a Cinderella thing. So I feel like Yeah, but it's Cinderella, but then instead oh, okay. of a good witch, right. there's a bad witch yeah. and I, I mean, I love a bad witch. That's great. She's Fine. she does great. She's Meryl Streep. <laughs> She, uh, at, you know, when she gets hot at the end, she's exceptionally hot, as you expect Meryl Streep to be. You know, it's incredible. She can't use magic. There's a weird bit where she tries to stop the prince from, like, running yeah, away with Rapunzel. And she can't that? do magic. And that's just, there's nothing there. Nothing like, that's happened. it. Yeah, but nothing happens. But then she's able to do magic after that because she's throwing the beans around and everything's fine again. She's just throwing those beans. There's no magic there. She just throws oh, the beans. The, the beans so, are so I don't know. I don't know if the the thing there is that like the tonal shift there is like yeah you got the you got the curse lifted you're hot again but you don't get to be magic anymore. Yeah, I guess that was what it was, but um, I don't know. It was weird though that that she didn't know that that would be a, a result. They're her beans. She's the magic one. Right? Yeah. It was, yeah. It was her thing. She should have known. Maybe. Well, no, it's a cur- it's because it's a curse that was on her from her mom, right? Because her mom was like, "Don't lose these beans." And then she lost the beans. Yeah, she had a mean mom. So I don't, I don't know. It's, it's unclear. Yeah, I, I don't guess. know. Okay, so whatever. She has these beans. The baker's dad takes them, and he's uh, rooting through. Um, she says raving, which I don't like. Rooting through her uh, something. Rutabagas. Ravioli. Uh, rigatoni. Rigatoni's not a vegetable. That's, that's okay. A, that's a noodle. Not a not, not a noodle. Not a noodle guard. <laughs> So the whole thing's not even the baker's fault. Right. It's his dad's fault. And his wife, his poor wife, who doesn't even get a name. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't get a name either. Well, he He's shouldn't. Yeah, baker. but why would we get That's him a name? Hey, it's James Corden. Who gives a shit? Yeah, she just wants a baby. Yeah, poor her. She just got she got that mommy fever, and that is it. <sighs> yeah. Well, and then, right. And then, of course, she, you know, she goes into the woods, and she's like... Which, if I was I married to James Corden, I would, too. What am I doing? Uh, oh, I guess... And then there's, she dies, a- and then yeah, but like then she's like weirdly she like comes back though, and she's like, "It's okay, James Corden, you can do it, you can do it, just like I did it with Chris Hemsworth earlier in the woods, like or whatever his name is, Chris Pine, Chris Pine, sorry, Pine. What's the other? What? Who's Chris Hemsworth? Who's Thor. There? That's a Thor. Oh yeah, they're all the same. Yeah, they're. Yeah, I I know. swear okay. in my, no. so, I like I wit I like that for her. I. I like Emily Blunt, despite the fact she's married to John Krasinski, who <laughs> is a CIA asset. But uh, a handsome prince makes more sense <laughs> yeah. than that piece of fucking shit, James I, Corden. You, and I know nothing about her character that makes sense of that. Why you him? Do, you do get a little bit of characterization of her, of just being like, I am strong and capable, and I want to come help out find all these, this shit. And James Corden, the entire time, is just like, no, you're a dumb lady who's dumb <laughs> yeah. and poor and bad and kind of stupid. And I'm going to go find all this stuff by myself because I'm the strong man. Uh, yeah. So you kind of get like a girl boss. He is not her. a strong just, man. Yeah, yeah, the bar sucks. is on the ground for it him. It sucks uh, so bad. That bar. And like when she has the baby and he's just like, I don't want to hold it. And she's like, it'd be really convenient right now while I'm going to get this stuff that we need if you would hold this baby. And he's just like, ah, that feels like your thing. That feels like your thing. It's just. Well, in his. I I wouldn't want to hold that baby. (laughs) 
I saw that baby. I looked at that baby. <laughs> Even if I was James Corden, I would not want to hold that baby. <laughs> he, his his argument is that the baby cries when he holds it, which, to be fair, I, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I would also be help, yeah, like, would crying, be crying if I were in the arms of James Corden. I would be crying. No one should have to suffer that, yeah. especially someone new to the world. Okay. I'd want to be held uh, in my mother, the beautiful Emily Blunt's arms. Mm-hmm. Uh, she cheats, though. Good. She's first off, like I, I mean, I don't know what other cleaning she does, but like her stepmom's just like, here, these lentils are now inside the fire. Deal with it, and she's just like, okay, cool. I'm gonna go get my birds to help out. She does have her birds. She's she's a bird girl. There is a great moment later where the birds do tell her about the fact that her husband is kissing the baker's wife. Like, I do like that bit where... Hey, girl. um, We got bad news for you. We do not. How do I... I saw your guy. He was at the club. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I did love what... I did like when um, he was like, I was raised to be charming, not sincere. I thought that yeah, was Yeah, he had some good, good lines, even if, like, there was no point. He didn't do anything. He was only in there for that. And Jack's mom was just there to be, like, hitting him across the head. <laughs> just just whacking him. Yeah, just another mean mom. <laughs> yeah, her whole... Gotta have him. Yeah, her whole thing was just, like, I told you to sell this cow, and you sold it for beans? And, yeah, and that's it. Yeah, I... I am shocked that beans are the main the, crux of this movie. The thing that's most shocking about this film is that Helena Bonham Carter is not in it. I know! I thought... <laughs> yeah, I, I, w- I expected her to come up at some point. She also would have made a good witch. I think she's contractually obligated to Harry Potter to not. What a giant I wife. honestly... Yeah, that would be good. I thought that w- when I was like... Oh, that's right. Because I was, I for whatever reason, I was like, "Oh, is she the witch?" And then it was like, "Oh no, that's right. It's Meryl Streep." And then I was like, "I feel like she shows up later. Maybe she's the giant's wife, and it's not like you don't even see who that is." No, you don't. It's just like some lady. Yeah. Yeah. I do feel that not having like that little uh, magical person in this. You know how Nick, you said that there's like a character that's like kind of like a like almost like a narrator that's like a magical character. I feel like mm-hmm. not having like not having that character. They have the narrator, but like that narrator that narrator isn't in the the mix. Yeah, they don't have the dad. Um and I feel like having that character helps like tie things together if I remember correctly in like the the stage play for this, but I don't know. So I I feel like that was kind of just like a missing piece. But honestly, they're just they were trying to get it they were just trying to take something that was three hours long and make it two hours and seven two minutes hours. long. Yeah, and that's just what happens. Uh, the person who played the giant's wife is the person who played um, the uh, very tall uh, French lady from uh, Beau Baton in uh, Goblet of Fire. Mm. Oh, I think she's in the, yeah, she's in the new Doolittle, too. Wow. With Robert. Is that the Robert Downey Jr. one? Oh yeah, they got they got Robert Downey Jr. Uh, in a top hat, the big frilly red velvet. He looks like Willy Wonka. God. Yeah, they give him a big Willy Wonka look. I'm sure. Wow. And uh, I think even though it got terrible reviews, that it's um, probably probably better than this movie. The, I don't no, think that it's the best. The, it wasn't unwatchable for me. I thought that there were things that were good. There were it. moments that were good that were immediately undercut by shit that sucked <laughs> hard. 
What you need, Nick, is you need to go into but the maybe woods I'll just and like, then, don't uh, really? you need to try to run away from your problems and then your dad shows up and it's just like, be a better dad. And then you'll, you'll understand 9-11. Okay. Um, the, so, so I have to speak with my father to reveal the true meaning of 9-11. Well, I, knowing you, you would try to kill your dad, hoping that his face would explode and it would reveal that it's actually you. Oh, yeah, that happens. But like a, a dark side version of you. Oh, like in Star Wars, like in the hit uh, <laughs> space fantasy saga, uh, episode five, Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> it seems like a lot of things are Star Wars, Nick. Yeah, everything's Star Wars. Life is Star Wars. Nine Eleven is Star Man, Wars. I'm never going to get over somebody saying like Into the Woods is the musical for, for a post 9-11 world. That, That's so funny. I will never get over that shit. Oh, God. Chef's kiss. I guess I understand the post 9-11 thing because, like, the outcome of this is that, like, all right, we we did some stuff, right? Like, if you, you want to try to map this on Jack killing the giant, I would say is probably, like, the 1953 Iranian coup. Um, That's kind of, like, what, what really sets the stage for U.S. Uh, policy in the Middle East for the next... Yeah, for the next, you know, 50 years. Damn and then the giant's wife, the giant's wife really is like a like an Al-Qaeda, like, you know, we created this problem. So in, in that sense, I kind of understand that, like, at, that we took out Al-Qaeda. We know something worse is coming. It's ISIS, right? Because now there's a power vacuum. Um, so speaking of uh, power vacuums, I actually looked it up and uh, the the woman Francis de la Tour, who plays the giant's wife, is in fact the um, dragon in Robert Downey Jr.'s Doolittle, who, according to this two star review, uh, Doolittle <laughs> clears what? the dragon's uh, butt and then lets out a, a big old fart that uh, knocks over the squirrel voiced by Craig Robinson. Uh, Nick, can I, are those reviews? Sorry, do those reviews clarify if they like that movie would have been a zero out of ten, but the dragon fart moved it up one, or it would have been a two out of ten, but the dragon fart moved it down one? Like, do we know if the the dragon fart was a positive or negative impact on the overall rating? Uh, they do not. Okay. But uh, <laughs> according to what I'm looking up, um, I think Doolittle is actually not the worst movie to feature a dragon. That would be Aragon. <laughs> I forgot about Aragon. I didn't. I wish I could, but it's my least favorite title of anything ever. It's just dragon with a D. It's just, it's the word of what the guy is, but you know, it's like naming a cat dat or wat. <laughs> you know, he definitely went to type dragon and just mistyped it because E is right above D. Uh, the funniest thing about that, I think Sarah's the one who told me this. The funniest thing about Aragon is that Christopher Paolini like talked about how he was like 14 or whatever when he wrote that but that book came out when he was like 30 like maybe he did the original part when he was very young but he clearly went back and rewrote a significant amount of it before they published it but they still played it up as like this was written by a 14 year old uh the title sure anyway. was yeah that's what i said i give you credit yeah sarah sarah wants to put paulini in that same canon that Audrey wants to put Sondheim in, fire him into the ground. I honestly, 
like, no, I don't feel that way. I really don't. I don't. I just think it's like, it's, Sondheim is great. Like, everybody knows that. It's, he composes beautiful music. It's wonderful. It's super, com- like, it's super complicated to play. Sorry, did you just say uh, beautiful music? Because I watched Into the Woods. No, okay. Well, like, uh, uh, he's written, a, I mean, he's written a lot of shit. And a lot of it's really good. Like, a lot of the Sweeney Todd stuff is great. Um, that that song, Being Alive, that Adam Driver sings in the oh, story did? is great. Okay, you know what? He did a, f- a funny thing happened on yeah, the way to the I forum. Do, I, yes. I fucking love a funny thing happened on the way to the forum. So I will respect. Yeah. So we, let's Sondheim. we gotta give we gotta yeah, give Sondheim like, respect. No, it's there's good stuff. It's just that like I feel that his whole thing was like, oh, this is like like musical theater is bougie shit, and I have no interest in it being anything other than bougie shit. So it's oftentimes just like I don't know. It just feels like very. <clears throat> It feels very gatekeepy. Like it feels like he was like, "Oh, I'm fine with this being just like insular, like upper middle class white people shit," yeah. and I'm cool with that. And I want it to stay that way, and that's the kind of stuff that I. And he did it know, like, like 25 years after he wrote a funny thing happened on the way to the forum, and like you don't peak that that on, you know, that late on. That's like, you know, we're talking about like Bob Dylan's Christmas album right now. You know, it's just something he's doing. So he can have some cake for di- after dinner. Is, is, is he still alive? Has he died yet? No, he's still he's alive. He's still alive, I think. Yeah. Let's see how old he is right now. I love this photo of him. The one he's got on Wikipedia, he looks like... Yeah, from 76. That's a good photo of him. Looks like... Yeah, he's currently 90. Dan Harmon. Wow. Wow. Maybe he fed a cow corn and... Uh, a shoe? <laughs> oh, they're doing another adaptation of West Side Story. Oh, yeah, Story. They, they are. And Linklater is directing uh, one of his musicals? A version of that? Oh, that sounds like something oh. that shouldn't happen. Uh, I don't know. Strange. Um, anyway, the, the giant's wife is Al-Qaeda... We've established did, this. Did you know that the, um, the lead guy in uh, West Side Story is uh, Horn from Twin Peaks? Yeah. Benjamin Horn? Hmm. That's the... Yeah, that's the no. main... And huh? all of them? In every adaptation no, of West like Side Story? No, in like the famous movie version of West Side Story. Really? Um, I don't... What year is it from? Do you... I feel like that was in like... Yeah, the, yeah, that was like early 60s. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> That's directed by Robert yeah, Wise, Tony too. in that yeah. is um, Ben Horn. Wait, wait. I have Richard Boehmer. What, what musicals have you guys done so far? Do you expect us to know what episodes we have recorded? That is a great question. Let me pull up... Uh, sp- uh, Nick, 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 Nick. That is not just it. His best friend in that is Dr. Jacoby. Oh, yeah, Russ that's Hamblin right. That's right. Well. Yeah, Russ Hamblin. Yeah. What the, f- what the fuck? Um, David Lynch probably likes so musicals. So the twin... David Lynch, David Lynch just was like, let me get everybody from the 1961 West Side Story to be like the adults in this we, weird town. You guys have, didn't do West Side Story though. Did you guys do an what? Did you guys do an episode on West Side Story? No, no, we've. No. Oh, you should. The music, the musicals we've hit. So we've far done Les Mis, um, Music Man, Little Shop of Horrors, Hamilton, uh, Chicago, and now. Into the, into, the into the woods. 
Okay. So we're planning on doing, we're talking about doing maybe Cabaret. We're talking about doing Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark, Please. Um, we're talking about doing uh, Shrek the Musical. Shrek. Uh, we might do this new version of West Side Story. <laughs> I don't know. This is a fun, I like it. I enjoy talking about the musicals, so I don't know anything about that. I love West Side Story, so I think we need to do one on West Side Story. That was uh, my high school oh, was gross. supposed to do well, a musical our senior year, mm-hmm. and they decided not okay. to. Oh, okay. Um, because they were like, "No, you are all kids and are bad at singing, so fuck that." So we just did. They could just, yeah. they could have just helped you be better at yeah. it. Yeah, there's a no. good. No, so what they did, they did is the junior class underneath us mm-hmm. did West Side Story, and it went about as well as you would imagine. Because, um, Audrey, I don't know about like the the schools that you teach at that I think seem to be larger and so the people who get into the musicals are people who are interested in it yeah and you have like a a larger pool to pull from yeah our senior class is like 40 people so everybody has to be in the musical yeah no so it was it was rough that's the only version of west side story i've ever seen um and it was um i like i i don't want to talk smack about the juniors underneath me in high school but like it but, but damn y'all blue yeah okay yeah there's the new version of west side story which there's um a comment in the chat that somehow you didn't mention is directed by spielberg uh and coming out who's spielberg? steven spielberg born in cincinnati ohio um is coming so yes, I should you should know him, know him personally <laughs> i don't know everybody in cincinnati nick Whose fault that's, is it's that? Completely it's your for fault. You to assume that I would Listen, know it's that. written by Jared Kushner. It's directed by Steve. I'm sorry, Tony Kushner. It's directed by Steven Spielberg. Ansel Elgort, your favorite, your favorite oh, fucking fuck. baby driver, no. is uh, is that the guy? Yeah, baby driver. Your favorite guy that holds an unlit cigarette in his mouth as some fucking what's that guy? Tom Green, uh, <laughs> YA novel bullshit um, is going to be. Tony Rachel Zegler, who um, was recently on the George Lucas talk show um, and apparently is a YouTube singer, is going to play Maria. I don't know any of these other names. Corey Stoll is going to be in it. Rita Moreno. Uh, uh, this person is described as being the role of the bullet in Hamilton, and I don't know. Does does somebody play the the bullet? <laughs> That shoots I, Hamilton? Did I did I miss something when we watched I didn't that? Finish Nick? Hamilton. I I couldn't make it past the second act of Hamilton. Audrey, have you seen Hamilton? She's, she's, no, I'm not going to watch Hamilton. Audrey, I, I think you're gonna I, have to talk louder or be a little closer. Oh, yeah, I can't hear you. I uh no, I did not watch Hamilton. I don't intend to. I watched like the first, like I watched like the opening scene, and it's just like. It's the most like deeply, deeply cringe thing I think I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think it's weird that it has gotten so much hype. Um, and I guess like if I guess like it's 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 really popular with like the NPR core yeah. kind of like like group, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, this is this is cool. Like they're rapping, but it's like it's like old timey and that's great, <laughs> you know, but it's I don't know. I, yeah, it's definitely for people who like don't know anything about rap and so they think of like what rap was doing 20 years ago which we discussed on our episode think throws away a shot 
uh, it really forces you to realize how like not based and cringe and how in fact cringe most people are um yeah i mean my students always want to play the music from it and i'm like that's and fine you're like students you, you are cringe please stop being yeah, cringe but, like they're like yeah they're like 13 though so you gotta just let them do that you gotta get you know you you gotta let the 13 year olds get the cringe out of their system um right better that they do it then you know has anyone asked you um to play chug jug with me yet teach them how to play chug jug no, with me no you know what though? I was about to ask. you know what though i was like <laughs> i was jeff and i were walking to get coffee this morning and we were both like and i was like "Ooh, i should write this out for my students this you 100 percent should they would be so happy yeah your students would love that um that that song is good it's so good it's so good it's a joy i haven't felt since listening to like a new weird al song 15 years ago I went from being like when I when I first heard it being like oh this sucks to like Nick sent me a photo of Hunter Biden singing it yeah and then I've just had it stuck in yeah. my head for a week. I was driving around yesterday so. listening to that. I brought up YouTube on my phone and then played it because I wanted to I wanted to hear it while I drove because I was singing it to myself anyway. No, I yeah I listened to it on my phone while I was laying on the couch like. So just just for fun, just because it was it was stuck in my head. Let's just get Fortnite the musical, all right? All these other fucking musicals are. That would oh, be boy. so cool. <laughs> I would love Let's it. Hear the I would literally, I would actually love the it. The Ballad of Tomato Town. All right, we got anything else? I think it's been long enough. Uh, I accidentally stopped recording uh, on my computer halfway through, so that's going to be a fun little edit. I can recover from that. It'll be more work for myself, but I'm ready to wrap up this episode. Is right. anyone want to uh, any closing remarks about Into the Woods before we get into plugs? Fuck James Corden. Fuck that's James Corden. It, right? Johnny Depp. Yeah, Stop it. The- Go home. Yeah, just, stay home, yeah. Johnny Depp. <laughs> Cancelled. If your name, yeah, if your name begins with a J or sounds like it begins with a J, you should. We should just. You should be executed. Oh, Jeff just walked by, and his name does in fact oh, sound like it's. Yeah, that's why. Like I, that's why. That's why I added that. Is that was a little right, bit. All right, that's a. Jeff. That's he can't, a hear, he can't hear it, but it'll be. It'll be. It'll be hurtful to him later. Yeah. Yeah. Like like two weeks oh, from now, I want Jeff to just like pause. While walking down the street and fall to his knees and start crying. Yeah. He's, did you hear him? <laughs> yeah. All right. Fuck and Paul Hine and anybody who loves him. I, I heard the, the right. magic words that signal that we should end the podcast. Fuck, fuck Paul Vine. That's the vibe we like to cultivate Damn. at the end of every episode of Think. Um, Audrey, is there anything you'd like to plug? Anything you want to talk mm. about? This is your time. Uh, you've, you've. Jeff, what should I plug about upstairs? Do we have, do we have stuff? We got a record coming out on Friday. <laughs> we got a, uh, up, yeah, upstairs has a record coming out on Friday. Oh shit! Wait, wait, Friday the what? You should say the dates because I don't know when this is. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, March nineteenth. Okay. So if this is out before March 19th, get ready. If it's out after March 19th, which it probably will be, maybe sometime in July we'll release this episode on podcasting platforms. Uh, go go it down on it. Yeah. Shit. What are you doing? Go get it. Uh, yeah. And uh, more music is on the way at some point, yep. probably. It's just, I'm just going to say that because statistically, it's true. Yeah, right. Uh, Paul and- all right, that's all I got. Okay. Um, 
Paul, any you, same thing, different thing? The, Audrey stole okay. my thing, so that's that's all I have. Is is good, that, you know. Uh, what would it be calling this? What is upstairs? Is the title of of this album slash? I think it's an EP. Really, we call it an XP. Like Windows? Nobody knows what that means. Windows yeah. XP. I did do a mock-up of upstairs XP with the Windows logo. That's that fun. Everybody said was bad. I like that, but and, you know, you got to listen to your bandmates. Uh, they know what's cringe and what's what's based. Um, I want to shout out, um, I've been working on my Jesse Ventura impression. I feel like it's getting pretty good. I'm not going to do it for free though. Um, I can't set up a cameo because I'm not famous. So I'm really trying to figure out how to do this. But if you kind of just want to Venmo me at Nick Rue, uh, like any amount of money and then in quotations, what you'd like me to say in a Jesse Ventura voice, I will record that and send it to you. Uh, you could specify what file format. I'll do MP3 by default, but if you want a higher quality file like an Augs Vorbis or a AAC file, just uh, let me know. In notes, just put it in the notes of the. Or just a, a quick clarifying. Yeah, Nick, does, this, does it have to be a digital file? Uh, no, could, could but if you like would like a, to mail, um, if you if you like a wax yeah, if cylinder, you want to mail me, uh a bus ticket to a museum where you can record a wax cylinder uh yeah as long as you're paying for it i'll i'll do anything okay we're going to we're going to do the i'm going to get that uh x files uh lazarus bowl episode hookup we're just going to put some reeds on a pot i can't fucking wait to put some reeds on a pot all right, well, this has been Think, um, episode 92. There it is, eight away from the 100th episode. Uh, and it's going to may- maybe be a fun one when we get there. But just bear-, bear with us until then, and until next time, hey, don't theme too hard without us. Uh, and if you meet Johnny Depp's in the woods, uh, you should not wait until he eats your grandmother to stab him in the stomach. Just say no. Bye. Get on out of there. Oh, you got one, Audrey? Bye. No, okay. no. I just no, said, Come I up just with one real quick. What? No. A moral, like when you talk, kids listen, or whatever the shit James Corden said at the end of oh, this dumbass um, movie. Uh, 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 um. Just like a. Don't kill a. Don't, don't kill a giant. Yeah, because it's the first. Yeah, some tensor jolly and green. All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.